0: Welcome to another installment of Money You Should Ask. I'm your host, Bob Wheeler. In this episode, we're going to explore, question examine, converse, dig deep, expose, laugh, and cry about the money beliefs, money blocks, and life challenges of our next guest. Turn up the volume, listen, learn, and laugh. I am super excited today to have Scott Krinsky with us. You might have seen him um, on Chuck um, big hit, and then he's um, also been in the indie film *Tangerine*, that was done on the iPhone. Um, Dave made a maze, and um, you can also see him in *Transformers*, and *Jobs*, and *The O.C.*, and about a hundred films or something. Well, not, not I counted, that in... I counted at least twenty-two. Yeah, Welcome, someday we'll get a <laughs> hundred. Scott, how's it going?
1: Good yeah yeah super excited to be here with you bob
0: well i listen here's the most exciting thing I saw in your bio um, Your height is five ten and three quarters oh really, and I was wondering if like if you had said five eleven that would have been lying, and if you had said five ten you weren't bringing yourself fully do you remember well, it's
1: weird like is that from you get that like on i m d b or IMDb. something yeah so i'm five eleven but you know. It seems like people find out and know things about you. So for all I know, you know, someone, some secret police follow pe- follow us around now, right. and and they measured me right. when I wasn't even looking, and, you weren't, and you they updated my height, and I'm shrinking as I'm shrinking. getting older. Yeah,
0: yeah, because I was just like, that's really specific.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, uh, that's news to me. That, I, you should
0: read your bio more. I,
1: I need to go to the doctor. You and should check See, my my spine.
0: What's going on, man? What's going on? And you, um, well, let me ask you this: So you've got some good stuff coming up now. You've got a new indie film that's going to be coming. Yeah, it's out. going to hit the festivals, and it's called uh, what's it called, Myra? Yes. And it's going to hit the festivals. You've had a lot of fun with the indies.
1: I do. Yeah. I've, I mean, I love you know when when they come and find me and and uh, I've, and I've had good luck with them, you know, because there's a lot of these indie films and they don't go anywhere. And I've done a handful and. They've been relatively successful and really interesting. I'm really proud of them.
0: No, that's cool. Well, let me ask you this. So how did you get into acting and comedy? I know that you graduated in journalism. Yeah. And you worked very briefly for CNN.
1: Yeah. Well, when I was uh, going to school, I was a a communications journalism major, and um, I wanted to be um, a news reporter. So I guess – in some sense, I wanted to be on TV. There you go. Um, and I I interned at CNN while I was going to college, and then I worked for them when I got out briefly. Um, but I, I had interned with them for, like, during my winter breaks. And then when I moved out here. But the reason I moved out here is because, you know, after br- getting out of college and you, like, really, I had this, like, kind of moment where I thought about, what do I really want to do with my life? You know, I just had this, like, Thing came over me, and I knew I wanted to be an actor. I've always been drawn to TV when I was a teenager, and so I just when I moved out to LA, it was really you know because okay, I'm going to pursue this dream, this crazy dream, this you know, crazy dream.
0: And did your family support that crazy dream? Oh hell no, hell no, 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 no. What did they say? <laughs> like
1: you went, we, you know, they paid for my college, and, oh. which I barely got into, and. um And, uh, you know, they didn't know exactly like they knew because I always wanted to move to California, too, because I love the weather and the sunshine and the beach and surfing and the outdoors. I hated winters. Um, So they kind of figured it out once I was out here. And and then, you know, then I would just argue with my parents for like the next 10 years until I started making a living you know, with them telling me to get a new job, get a real job, you know, get job. get a get a day job and don't, you know, why are you waiting tables and right. all that.
0: And uh, now they're proud, they're happy, or they're still uh, sad? You
1: know, they're ha- <laughs> like any parents, they're happy when you're working, when you're making money, you know, right. but they're still like, you know, plus, you know, they're Jewish and that adds a whole nother, Uh-oh. you know, that means I'm Jewish, you know. Oh, okay. and that holds I was up. just wondering
0: if maybe it... Skipped a generation, (laughs) but uh, no, so you're Jewish too. So that
1: adds another whole dimension, you know, like the Jewish mother and father, you know, and, you know, they wanted – you know, they probably wanted me to be a lawyer or accountant or or something, you know, like a real – a career, you know.
0: And you were born in D.C. Is that where your parents still are?
1: No. Yeah, I was born in a hospital in D.C., but I grew up in Maryland. Oh, okay. And no, they're down in Florida now where they all – all the all the – East Coast Jews All those Jews go to, go to retire, they migrate, yeah. yeah.
0: Smart, good, good health.
1: And uh, so no one's left in Maryland. Oh,
0: okay. So nothing to go back to? No. <laughs> it's here. <laughs> I, it's wish,
1: a... I wish, because I don't love going to Florida.
0: Oh, man. Not, yeah, especially right now. Um, well, and what did your parents do? Were they doctors, teachers, lawyers?
1: My dad was an engineer, a mechanical oh, okay. engineer, and he did a lot of stuff with the Navy. Oh, cool. So ships and things like that. And my mom was, um, you know, a homemaker mm-hmm. until we all were in school, my brothers, and then uh, went to work as a secretary.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. And did you, as a kid, did you get an allowance? Yeah. Well, how much did you get? Do you remember? I
1: don't remember. Um, it was, you know, we we did chores and things, you know. Three boys, you know, we were, we were. We were like slaves. To the, you well, know. That's, that's the point of children. Oh, yeah. Have kids, especially three boys. And we'd rake the – you know, do all that kind of like rake the leaves in the fall because we had this big woods in the backyard, you know. OK. So rake the leaves and bag them and shovel the snow in the winter and mow the lawn. Uh, um. Yeah. So we got an allowance. You know?
0: Did you have any summer jobs like when you were in junior high or high school? Did you mow yards or newspaper delivery route?
1: Well, there there was this restaurant there were, in this town I lived. I grew up in this town called Omni, Maryland and, and uh, a lot of my friends and all my brothers we all worked at this restaurant okay. we wash dishes then we kind of like helped you know at least I did specifically like I helped do the, like the food prep part sometimes and washing dishes and and uh, it was it was kind of fun, you know. I, I I love being around food. Like if I wasn't an actor or if I didn't want to be a journalist, I'd probably be a chef.
0: Well, you went to Culinary School. Culinary School. Culinary. Yeah. I don't know how the word is. Culinary. Culinary. I'm not very. I'm from the South. I'm not educated, so.
1: Yeah, I, lo- I love like my mom is is a good cook and and I love to cook. So I I did that for a while, thinking, okay, you know, when I'm trying to be an actor, I'll be. Like work as a cook or a chef. I was I went to pa- for pastries, be a pastry and uh, pastry chef. Yeah,
0: people love dessert. Well, what's do you? Rem- what was the first paycheck, a memorable paycheck you got um, in acting or doing what you <clears throat> like? Uh,
1: memorable was when I booked my first commercial.
0: Do you remember how much you got paid?
1: Um, I think you know it was a big national. Oh, nice. Uh, Snicker. No, it was a uh, – was it Snicker? No, it was Budweiser. It was a Budweiser commercial and it was national or something like that. Um, and I remember making like a few grand. Nice. I can't remember exactly. But it was definitely, you know, the shooting it and the residuals. It was like I'd never seen that checks kind of like that, you know. Yeah.
0: And how many days did it shoot?
1: I think I did two days. Two days and you get –
0: thousands of dollars coming in and
1: thousands of dollars and you think that's gonna be like that forever. <laughs> forever wait it's not like that
0: forever you don't just get more and more and more and no
1: it's kind of no. like <laughs>
0: it's,
1: it's kind of like when you're i always equate this business to like surfing or you know it's like sometimes there's a good swell and sometimes yeah. there's not
0: yeah to me it feels like a roller coaster and it's mostly yeah. uh going down (laughs) it's just not as fun like it is on a roller coaster Uh, but then when 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 it comes it's really thrilling
1: right it's really good yeah Yeah,
0: absolutely no it's 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 this is i think a lot of people think that it's super they romanticize this industry like it's so much fun and every every day is a red carpet day and uh everybody's driving in limos and uh all the stars meet together for lunch (laughs) You know, this is a whole big thing.
1: Well, even you know, even getting that first commercial, i- you know, it that was probably six years from when I moved out here. You know, yeah, I did get in the union quick. You know, I got really lucky with that. So that that took care of that becoming SAG and all that. At the time, it was a lot harder, I think, to become. Uh, you know get your sag card
0: did you get the sag for chuck or was it for commercial oh no that was chuck this was later. way
1: way chuck came way later um no i got it on a james l brooks film
0: oh okay
1: yeah That's you know cool. who james l brooks right i don't you I have
0: don't. no idea. i don't watch i'm horrible okay I the entertainment i don't watch tv <laughs> i don't watch movies except lord of the well Rings.
1: terms of endearment broadcast news oh okay um yeah you know those are good ones produce well, he's I think he's the producer executive producer of oh, the Simpsons so he, and yeah yeah. Oh pretty yeah, a yeah, legend. Small, Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I know. I'm terrible. Yeah.
1: Just I'm, a legend. Yeah. But yeah, he gave me my SAC card. Oh that's cool. Um and then but then yeah, it was years until I got that commercial and, you know, started to make somewhat of a living at this.
0: And do you um like now that you're you know, you've had success and all that stuff. Do you have a uh, Do you have a system as the as in terms of handling your money? Do you like put fifty percent away every time you get it? Do you spend everything when you get it? Do you have a plan?
1: Yeah, save it. <laughs> no, I. You know, I used to when I was younger. You know, I'd I'd like I'd get into debt and then I'd pray to book a commercial and I'd pay it all off. Right, and then I'd get into debt again, and then eventually. You know, you learn your lesson, yeah. and you you hopefully don't get into debt again.
0: Right? Yeah, that can be painful. I've I've been in debt, and in then and lot.
1: then you, yeah, and then you'll pay off. Oh God, I got this national commercial, but those that's all you know. It's even those kind of things for actors these days are harder. You know, that the business
0: yeah. and it's changed. Yeah. Did Did your parents, when you were kids, the three boys, did your parents tell you you need to save your money or be frugal, or like, you know, don't trust strangers. I don't know. Did that? Was there anything that they told you um, or imparted?
1: To yeah, you? yeah. They were definitely more of the conservative type. You know, mm-hmm. save your money. If anything, I I'm a little too safe and conservative because of the way I was brought up.
0: Okay. Did you ever, um, when you were a kid, um, did you ever? Take any money out of your dad's wallet or did you um, – did you ever steal a piece of candy or any – I mean three boys, it seems like you might get into a little bit. Steal of,
1: candy from where? Like, like the store? You know, the pharmacy. Oh, yeah. You know. I definitely – like I think we did that a few times, my friends. Like not even because – we didn't have money. I didn't steal my parents' money. I stole their liquor, you know and filled well, those, it, yeah. filled the liquor bottles with water that did, did cool. that or whatever it. apple juice, whatever looked the color of the liquor exactly, but I yeah. think I definitely would go up to that like you know whatever like I don't know if it was seven eleven at the time or something like that, and steal like a candy bar, but it was more I think it was just like your kids and you're seeing if you can get away with it, yeah.
0: Did you I, I, – it's funny. I think I stole one time – I must have been about five from – I think it was called Jayhawks. It was a pharmacy, and I think I stole a <clears> piece <throat> of bubble gum, and I think I wanted to vomit for like a week. I was so sure that everybody saw me do it. I always <laughs> was guilty even before I did anything, so like I never did it again. I was just mortified. And I
1: had friends that did it. Like we would, we would go um... – down to the beach for a week, and I've had friends that would take these big bags, of beach bags, and stuff chickens in them and things oh like that. God. I was like, What are we what like now? That? It's crazy. You think of that, like, there's can you could never everywhere. do that now?
0: Cameras everywhere, yeah, they're going to get you. <laughs> That's funny. And do you, do you remember what was your first money experience besides allowance? Like, when you were a kid, do you what was the first like, oh wow, money's cool. Like or oh, money's bad. Or do you remember? Do you remember anything like as a kid when you got your first twenty dollar bill? Or um...
1: yeah, I, I think like any kid, you know, you wanted to buy uh, you know music with it or or candy. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I I mean, who doesn't? You love getting money, yeah. <laughs> my, you know, my, 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 my best memories of that are now that I think about it. My, like my grandparents, my well, my grandmothers because my my grandfathers were gone really early when I was very young. Um, but my grandmothers and my aunt, my uncle, when they would come to visit or we'd go see them in New York, they'd always slip us like a twenty. Yeah. So those are the kind of memories I have of like. Oh. oh wow! I got twenty dollars, and they'd be like, "Don't tell your parents," you know. Oh, and that was like twenty bucks that I could do whatever shit. I wanted with. That's you cool. know,
0: that's that's funny. That just rem- so my my grandparents were very competitive with each other. My grandmothers, and my maternal grandmother, basically, when we were young. I mean, I don't remember five six. She basically said, "If we give you money, just tell us you love us more." Yeah, <laughs> and we were like, "Oh, okay." Cool, because on my mom's side we were the only grandkids because my mom was an only child. Yeah. On the other side we had to compete with all the, the other cousins. So we would put out the piggy banks and my grandmother would fill it up with money, and I'd get a new fishing pole every year. And like, man, we we milked it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that
0: that's my. I think that's
1: that's definitely like my best my best memories. Or or you know when you see your your aunts or uncles or grandparents. That you you know you could count on getting like ten twenty bucks or you know you get a birthday card and there's cash in there and you know that's always nice
0: I always like the cash better yeah
1: <laughs> it's like, now now it's a you know gift card these days I guess I don't know.
0: which man the gift card people they make a lot of money because half the people lose their gift cards yeah you know and then it's like or they forget they have them yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny. I, um, you know, Sheldon, Anderson. yeah, yeah. So Sheldon and I were doing this podcast one time, and I we did a wallet thing. What's you know, what's in your wallet? And we, I have like thirty gift cards. I hoard them,
1: and, and you I, keep them on I you. I keep
0: them, and I just keep them on me. But I never want to spend them, just in case I might need it later. And I didn't even realize, like, my whole wallet was just. It still is. Uh, so if you, <laughs> if you rob me, you'll get lots of gift cards because okay. I've got like two or three hundred at Home Depot and. Wow, Target and several restaurants. Well, we should talk. Yeah, t- <laughs> I should probably start selling them. <laughs> t- yeah, you you know
1: you can sell gift cards to websites. You I can, know,
0: but I'm, I'm like, but what if I need it later? And I don't you know what use later. Use it is. now.
1: Later, you could yeah yeah before you die. Exactly. You could buy a tree card. at Home Depot. Yeah, and plant exactly. In the
0: backyard, man. Um, so let me ask you this: in terms of um, life choice and money beliefs is there like if you currently look at your life is there any particular money belief that guides you like um, I know some entertainers and some artists feel like they have to be starving right to be a pure artist and if you actually make money or sell out do you have any belief systems around money or just let it come if it comes I don't know
1: no I mean I don't want to be starving definitely I don't believe that I'm yeah. not I mean maybe at one time you know, but after a while out here of you know odd jobs and waiting tables and things, I definitely wanted to make money. I didn't want to be a starving Yeah. You know, there was probably a definitely a time where I thought that was kinda of cool, you know. Um but now, yeah. Bring it on. All the money. Did you show me the money? Show me the money.
0: <laughs> Did you ever have to have like ten roommates? No. Like, when you first came out here, how did you pay for your uh, apartment and all that stuff? I
1: had two roommates. The most roommates I ever had was two. Okay. Yeah. And I always, yeah, I didn't, I never wanted to live in, like, a house, like, like, a frat house. For me, you know, when I was, like, I just thought, you know, when you get out of college, you know, that was the time to sort of have your space, more space. Right. Because I did live with a lot of guys in college and a house. Yeah.
0: And did how did you, and like in terms of college? When your did your parents pay your parents paid for college? Yes, they did. That was nice. <laughs>
1: well, it was you know it was a state college, and I, know, it I was, mean it, it was definitely not. It was relative to our family and with three boys, you know. Yeah, it was. It was not cheap, but you know, it was probably the only way I would go. <laughs> yeah, at
0: the time, you know. And when you made the choice to not utilize your journalism degree and you went into acting and stuff and that was more your passion like what gave you the um, courage or the ability to tolerate your parents like frowning upon it like what gave you the like this is what I'm doing distance distance
1: <laughs> living in L. well they were because I moved to LA you know I moved down here um, but you know Every time I talked to them, they, you know, they'd be like, y- you know, you got to get a real job, you know, and all that. You know, my mom, you know, was like, get a real job. Why are you doing this? What are you doing with your life? But they, you know, the, the, we don't come, my parents didn't come from that kind of family, like, of artists, people. You know, they were, they grew up, they were, like, New Brooklyn, you know. They were, like, you know, everybody wanted, it was just a, a different way they grew up. they you know, they were... Came from immigrants, and right. you know, so yeah, the, to, to live like a, this freelance artist life, just I think was just not something they could understand. Yeah, or why would you want to? Why would you do? That? Why would you even want to? You know, right. who'd want that kind of life, that unpredictable life?
0: And do you, and do both your brothers have traditional jobs?
1: Um, my no, my younger brother. Um, is in the is he lives out here and he's pursuing the, you know writing directing
0: oh okay yeah so they're like this is your fault <laughs> yeah and no, then my older
1: brother my older brother passed away oh sorry. yeah oh. yeah so um, but he wasn't in the business he okay. he was actually back in Maryland okay um but he he had my dad's um kind of computer and mathematical well mathematical smarts he was in the, he was a computer guy. Uh, computer science so I did not have any of that
0: and did you when you were a kid were you the one entertaining your brothers were you the one that was doing the jokes or when did you discover that you were funny or when did you discover people just like to laugh at you I don't whichever it was yeah I I
1: don't think my brothers thought I was funny (laughs) and I I don't think my parents thought I was funny I think they thought I was a brat Um, but no in school I was definitely like that class clown type Mm -hmm. guy I just need. I don't know. I was just always getting in trouble. You know, I was definitely like I wanted attention, and the rabble rouser of the class. Right. There was. I remember there was like it might have been fifth or sixth grade. I had to bring a note home for a while. I don't know, maybe a few months or whatever, with my like a detailed, you know, report of my behavior that day. Oh my god because <laughs> i was so bad and not bad like i wasn't i didn't hurt people i was right. just i was a i just this, uh, a distraction to the right. class yeah
0: sometimes you need a distraction in school
1: so i guess i guess yeah that's that's where this this need for attention and all that and being a performer comes from
0: oh is that about attention i didn't know that <laughs>
1: And,
0: yeah let me ask you this when was do you remember the first open mic you did or the first time you did stand up comedy
1: um, yeah, it might have been here at the comedy store in the belly room or on the OR no it would have been <clears throat> it might have been um the o r yeah I I think I did a class um a type of comedy class okay, Adam. Barnhart, way back.
0: Adam Barnhart did yeah. a comedy. Oh, that's right. Because when a-
1: I moved out here, I was that's- acting. I was doing plays for oh, okay. for the first. You know, I came out here as an actor. And I was doing plays for like seven or eight years, and then I met Adam, and he's like, and I'd wanted to do comedy. You know, I'd, I knew that I wanted to do stand up. So he was doing this like kind of workshop. It was kind of basically not even like an, a class class per se. It was more mm-hmm. like a tight knit group of people open-miking together, you know?
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't say it was like, here's how you write a joke type of class, because right. I know those are out there. Right. Adam's is more as like, we're going to workshop as a tight-knit group, and I'm going to help, you know, nur- just, nurture what's crazy about you.
0: Right. So more of just be who you are. Be who you are. slightly.
1: Yeah. It wasn't like, uh, you know, when you hear, like, because there are those classes where they, like, try to teach you how to... You know you hear about the like r- how to write a joke and how right. to, you know is more organic,
0: yeah, what was your biggest do you remember your biggest bomb uh god what i I'm, what was my biggest
1: i don't know. I, used, I you know i love um I was a big fan of like Stephen Wright, yeah, so I always would try to come up with some really. Out there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I can't even – I can't think off the top of my head right now. But they were just really out there. They were so out there that <laughs> only yeah. I thought they were funny.
0: Yeah. I have a lot of private inside jokes that only I get. But And what do you remember your most – like what was your biggest crowd? Do you remember like doing a show for 2,500 people? Um, anything like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have done some – some shows like like that, you know, big big club shows. Um and uh yeah, and those are always those are great. They're great when they're good, you know.
0: Yeah. And are you still are you still at the improv? You're still doing the Laugh Factory, you're still doing the comedy? Yeah, story, yeah, still, I mean, do you do much um going on the road bit?
1: Not have not a ton of going on the road. I I'd, I'd like to actually I'd like to do that more now than I used to want to do that. Um but you know, I um, I also you know I, I, like just this summer I did uh, two plays. Okay. You know, one in late late spring, and uh, then another one in the in the like in August into September. So I'm always like sometimes I get sidelined because as a, you know I like doing
0: theater. Yeah. Do you consider yourself so? Like, some people just call themselves an artist. Some people are writers. Um, some people are actors with a comedic twist. And then others are comics that also act. Like, how do you... How If you had to define yourself, do you consider yourself more of an actor, more of a comic, more of a just an artist?
1: Uh, well, I guess I'd say I'd probably say actor first, mm-hmm. you know. I love... But I love doing stand-up. I love being on stage. I love being on stage by myself and... And, uh, you know, it's like I'm It's still to this day that I have anxiety, you know, before like I yeah. think everyone does. But, you know, before I go on, yeah, like just like, oh, why am I doing this to myself? Right. Like even, you know, it yeah. never ends. I'm like, why am I doing this? Like who does that? Who asks themselves like, questions like that and then goes and does
0: something and then they do it again? It's, it's yeah. like a drug. But it, you know what? But it's the best drug because when it actually goes really well. There's nothing – like for me, there is nothing better. Like it's the – I can't sleep for days if I've had a – Oh, yeah. Like
1: at first I'm going up there and I'm like how much time do I have? And I'm just thinking like, OK, well, I'll do this and this and this and then I'll be, I'll be done and hopefully it will go well. And then when you're up there, you don't want to get off. Right. You know, unless you can – You know, unless it's going bad or you just have nothing left to say.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, that's always fun. Quiet audiences, crickets. Yeah. Oh, painful. Well, let me ask you this. We're we're coming to near the end, so let me ask you this: if you could go, if you, knowing what you know now, could give advice to a younger version of yourself, a sixteen, seventeen-year-old version of yourself, like what would you tell yourself?
1: Oh, well, I well, I just when you make when you make that first big chunk of dough you know well be careful don't don't get yourself in a debt and think that you're gonna pay it off because i i mean i've i had some good luck and i was able to book book jobs over the years and pay off debts but then you know it doesn't it doesn't always work out that way for everyone but i would just say you know just I guess be a little more conservative, you know. Be a little conservative with money. Save your money. I don't know. It's you know, it's different for everyone. People got to learn their own lessons, you yeah, know. I think it's true. Um, it's hard. Like if someone told me to to save my money or to not blow it or think that you were going to get those kind of paychecks all the time, you know, I don't think I would have listened to them. But right. and now I do give advice, but you know, pe- nobody listens. Pe- <laughs> people, people got to. I, I realize people definitely – people have to make their
0: own mistakes and, yeah. and learn by doing. That's the best way. No, that's true. That's true. Um, well, let me ask you this. Where can people find you on social media?
1: Um, Twitter, you know, Instagram, Scott underscore Krinsky. And uh, my website, scottkrinsky.com. All right, thanks. All the all the usual places all the that, usual you, that places. they tell you you gotta be.
0: Exactly. All right. Well, that works. Well, we are at the end of our wonderful little podcast here. Um, so, please, audience, share the laughs. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Play, and Stitcher. And, um... You know, it's, it's been great having you here. I'd love to see you back up uh, in the belly room or the OR doing some stand-up. Because yeah. you've always made me laugh. Um, I can't say I've watched a lot of T. I don't – this is terrible. I'm in the business, and I don't watch, what I don't do watch you, TV.
1: What do you do with your free time? Um, I
0: don't have free time. <laughs> I don't want to waste – no, it's funny. I'm pitching two TV shows um, right now, and I have – I don't watch TV. But watch mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the way it works. I don't know.
1: It'll be so original because it won't be based on anything I've seen before.
0: <laughs> exactly. Because, yeah, I'm bad that way. But, um, well, listen, it's great having you here. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming down to the Comedy Store and sharing a little bit of perspective of Scott Krinsky. Um, check him out, folks. And, uh, again, I'm your host, Bob Wheeler. This is Money Should Ask. Until next time. Thank you.